Once I saw the patterns, these crooked patterns of organic differentiation that created strength on the cellular walls of the dinoflagellates and the interlocking shells of the turtles, I saw it everywhere. On man rays, the camouflage of mammals, shells of turtles, giraffe patterns. But what became fascinating is the scattering effect of differentiation seen in swarms of individual birds or schools of fish, tens of thousands of starlings creating so-called murmuration patterns. So this crooked pattern, demeaned by architects from the Renaissance to high modernism, appears to be linked to a community benefit. The question that became apparent was, do communities in nature use organic differentiation? Are community members who are, well, crooked, outliers, anarchists, or artists, are these social anomalies necessary to build strength in their communities? If so, this not only blows away Cartesian theories of strength in materials, but it also questions the notion of equality itself. How individuals fit into a box of expectation, a box of talent, a box of a playing field being even. This is where I saw that in addition to defying architecture, organic differentiation defies the Cartesian map we put on members of our community. Just like architecture, we tend to create an even box of expectation on our kids, neighbors, and community, which can be punishingly disappointing if everyone doesn't fit into each cell evenly and measure their success against this singular expectation. But with this differentiation pattern, each shape is unique and fits necessarily into the whole. Some forms are small, some are complex, and some are dominating, but together they're efficient in their layout and use of material. And I thought, why can't communities work like this? Why can't we appreciate and reward more types of people, skills, intellects, languages, sexualities, and abilities, not as something to tolerate, but as something vital and necessary for a whole social structure to work? The celebrity French scuba diver Jacques Cousteau once said that water always wants to be spherical, but gravity and other earthly factors got in the way making shapes like twined ropes spiraling down a river. His friend, Theodore Schwenk, illustrated these twisted pipes that looked like braids, or what 8th century Celtic scribes in Britain and Ireland who couldn't read the text they were copying but had a remarkable ability to train their hands to move a feathered quill in a fluid, mechanical trance on parchment leaving interlaced traces of their famous illuminations and manuscripts. The sheer human capacity is stunning to this day. This fluid mechanical hand to parchment paper gesture was supposed to come from their enlightened meditative state that they believed brought them closer to God. 
And this reminded me of when I asked a pastor once, I said, what is peace? You know, on its own, is it always the opposite of war? Is conflict always the default download on this very device you're holding? And you have to go menu diving until you can figure out how to toggle the switch to peace. I kept going. Is peace nothing? And I was on this peace thing for about two years until finally the pastor, although I don't think she meant to, sent me to a Taoist meditation group led by a professor from the University of Delaware. The group was studying everything from the 2,500-year-old Chinese religious text, the Tao Te Ching, to Thomas Keating's Sound of Silence. So at this first meeting, I happened to also be obsessed with starling birds, where flocks of starlings self-organize into those fascinating murmurations, with tens of thousands of them undulating in an organized pattern at dusk. Animals that swarm are believed to have these crazy sensors that detect the distance of six or seven companions at their sides so they don't ram into each other when billowing in and out of mesmerizing, rustling, flapping sounds that look like a live lava lamp in the sky. And I was fascinated by the idea that animals under the water had similar behaviors and after surfing endless YouTube examples, I saw the randomness of their beauty seemed to be created by one or two animals who didn't move with the program, but whose movement came into conflict with each other, like gravity to water. And this conflict is always immediately resolved when the bird moving in a new direction, carrying everyone's flight instincts with them. This anarchist bird, or artist, or whatever you want to call them, it's the animal that didn't fit in, or had a different longing that made the flock always deviate from the straight or predictable pattern, and instead creating a never-ending rhythm of winding, bulbous forms. And I learned in this meditation that Keating said the sound of silence, too, has a shape that keeps spiraling and twisting. And so I wondered about the presence of silence, and it's sort of in opposition to the data entry tasks of everyday life, and how the chaos from emails to toxic relationships, the news of government insurgencies or family emergencies that fill the silence with distractions and duties. Was war itself maybe the ultimate squeezing out of silence? Although some animals do swarm for protection, swarming and flocking behaviors generally reject the top-down relationships of militaries and commandos who send direct discipline down the ranks, instead of the almost leaderless flocks sensing the distance of their companions. It turns out that the U.S. military did study swarming behavior, but they were of course inattentive to their beauty and never saw the advantage to the almost leaderless way of how it worked. So when the military tried to implement swarming behavior in foot soldier strategies, they just got it wrong and abandoned it as undisciplined, just like the utopian architects. 
In algae blooms, we see how microbe communities can penetrate everything from the Earth's estuaries to the human microbiome, and even the Earth's biosphere and atmosphere. Because of microorganisms, once thought of as the little unknown fairies or invisible demons, humans and non-humans walk around sharing a porous state with water, plants, and matter, entangled as a single great organism with synchronized coordination, a community in constant mobility where our silence becomes thunderous. Maybe this was peace.